Well, I better get going. Your show's almost on. It's officially overtime. Sounds like a freak of nature to me. Yeah. Can't wait to meet him. Overtime with Lee Patterson, the only live local radio sports talk show in the Gila Valley. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. And now, here's your host for Overtime, Lee Patterson. That hard to turn the knobs. Welcome to Overtime, Lee Patterson. Thanks for joining us today. Final show at 12:30 here on KATO 12:30. The time changes this weekend, so starting next week, we'll be on at 1:30. Uh, that's also a reminder that programming will shift starting next week as well here on KATO uh, because of the time change on Sunday. So just there's my PSA to start the broadcast today. Hope you're doing well. It is Halloween week. Um, Lots of uh, sporting still going on. Uh, other sporting starting to kick off as well. So uh, we've got a uh, a nice show lined up today. We're going to lead with volleyball today. Yeah, you heard me right. Volleyball. I know you volleyball f- parents out there are going, what? Did he say he's leading with volleyball? Yes, he is. Because there's a big game tonight, a big match. It's not a set. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. Volleyball terminology confuses me. Uh, but I'm going to try to get this right. Uh, Thatcher is at Pima tonight, and it's a big one because I, I looked into it. Uh, obviously, it's a big one because it's Thatcher Pima, and, and traditionally those two have had great volleyball teams and they do again this year uh with pima now up but thatcher now up in 3a though it's not they're not going to meet each other in the postseason so they got a couple of regular season matchups and so tonight thatcher nine and one they are number four in 3a the rankings just came out at noon today thatcher is number four in 3a they are nine and one they've won nine in a row so they lost their opener to snowflake and then have rolled off nine straight including a win on september 24th against pima three to one that's the last time Thatcher lost a set in volleyball. They've won eight straight games, matches, uh, without losing a set. 3-0. Just completely uh, beat, just skunked them, 3-0. So here's a list of teams that they have beaten 3-0 since they lost. Since they beat Pima 3-1. Uh, Safford 3-0, Pushridge 3-0, Santan 3-0, Coolidge 3-0, Florence 3-0, Pushridge again 3-0, Blue Ridge 3-0, and Coolidge last night 3-0 there at Pima tonight. They host Florence on Thursday. That's that's huge. That's that's a role in any sport. Uh, Pima is just as hot though coming into tonight's game. They are eleven and two. Their only losses are to three A number four Thatcher and two A number two Scottsdale Christian. And they lost to Scottsdale Christian on. Hmm, where's that rolling back? On the 12th of October. They lost 3-0 at Scottsdale Christian. That's their only loss since September 24th to Thatcher. Uh, their last eight wins have also been 3-0. Although now that I look at it, well, it looks like it was a double header at Tombstone last night. So um, so they won two at Tombstone last night. Um, 
So this is the teams they've beat 3 nothing in their last eight wins. Uh, they beat Tombstone 3 nothing twice last night. Wilcox 3 nothing, Bisbee 3 nothing, Marinci 3 nothing, Bisbee 3 nothing, Wilcox 3 nothing, Fort Thomas 3 nothing, Marinci 3 nothing, and Benson 3 nothing. So they're rolling too. And this is the last, there's only three more games left for Pima. Pima's got tonight against Thatcher, tomorrow against Benson, and November 5th on, at Safford, which I believe is a makeup for the games that Safford missed while their volleyball team was quarantined. Um, Safford, on the other hand, lost last night at Push Ridge 3 to nothing. That was their first game back uh, since the, the playing Push Ridge on October 8th. So they played Push Ridge October 8th, lost 3 to nothing, then had a quarantine for COVID, uh, took a loss to, against Blue Ridge in a forfeit fashion because they couldn't, looks like they couldn't get it rescheduled, and then lost to the shoe Push Ridge last night, 3 nothing. But now Safford's schedule is jam packed until November 5th. So tonight they're at Coolidge, and then Coolidge is here on Thursday, and then November 2nd at Thatcher, November 3rd versus Payson, November 4th versus Florence, and November 5th versus Pima. So Safford has got some making up to do in games, and that's how. luckily for, for volleyball, you're able to make them up quickly, right? You can, you can do that rather quickly as well. The rankings, as I mentioned, the rankings came out today. Let's pull those open. Uh, and start with the 3A rankings. Number one in 3A is Northwest Christian. Snowflake is number two. Valley Christian is number three. Thatcher is number four. Empire is number five. They just started playing six games ago, but they are 6-0, and and they sit number five. ALA Gilbert North is number six. Gilbert Christian is seventh. Arizona College Prep is eighth. Push Ridge is ninth. And Yuma Catholic sits tenth as we speak right now. Safford is 21st right now, but they've got what six games to make up so uh, we'll see where they end up falling in the 3a uh, we'll get to it in a little bit each just like football each volleyball re- uh, conference has their own way of qualifying this year so the 2a rankings for girls volleyball right now number one trivium prep number two scottsdale christian number three rancho solano number four phoenix country day pima sits number five chandler prep is six scottsdale prep is seventh round valley is eighth Round Valley is 11-0 and has slipped down to number 8. That tells me their strength of schedule is not as good as some of those other ones. Glendale Prep is ninth, and Santan Charter is 10th. Benson sits number 12. Marinci at number 14 in the 2A. Wilcox down at number 29 at 2 and 11. And the 1A, this is interesting. This is an interesting thing that on the 1A rankings, I didn't notice it until today, the rankings for the 1A conference are for informational purposes only. The 1A conference will determine the teams and the placement of the teams into the 1A state tournament bracket. So the 1A girls volleyball is not using PowerPoints, it doesn't look like, to get into the state tournament. North Phoenix Prep is number one. St. David is number two. Tempe Prep is third. Mugion is four. Anthem Prep is five. Williams is sixth. San Simone is seventh. They were number one, and they got beat last night by Valley Union. Dropped them all the way to number seven. Uh, North Valley Christian is eighth. Ash Fork is ninth. Valley Union has jumped into the top 10. Fort Thomas sits number 14. Duncan is number 16. Now, how do teams qualify for volleyball this year? Well, let me tell you. So here is how each region or each conference will qualify. So in the 3A, there will be a 24-team play-in tournament. 16 teams will go to the official state tournament. 
I, I'm not a huge fan of how the AIA is co- is not calling the play-in round the turn it is the, not calling the play-in round a tournament game uh, because if you lose, you go home. That to me, that's a tournament. So uh, here's how they're going to do it: in order to qualify in 3A, schools must have scheduled a minimum of 10 matches. Based on region standings, the top team in each region will earn an automatic bid to at least the conference play-in tournament. The conference play-in tournament will match the teams ranked number 9 through 24. Teams ranked 1 through 8 will play the 8 winners to make up the 16-team tournament. So, there you go. So, as long as you're in the top 24, you'll get a game. So, right now, Safford sits 21. They'll get a game. Um, Number 2A, it will be the same. In order to qualify, you have to play at least 8 matches. Based on region standings, the top two teams in each region will earn an automatic bid at least to the conference play-in tournament. The conference play-in tournament will match the teams ranked number 9 through 24. Teams ranked number 1 through 8, along with the eight winning teams, will make the 16-team tournament. And in the 1A, in order to qualify, a school must have scheduled a minimum of 10 matches. Based on region standings, the top four teams in each region will earn an automatic bid to the state tournament. The state tournament bracket will be seeded by the 1A conference. The state tournament will consist of four rounds and be single elimination. So there you have it. That's how they are going to qualify for the state volleyball tournament this year. A little bit different. Everything is a little bit different this year. Um, not in just sports, but in everything. Just in life right now, everything's a little bit different. So... Volleyball. We got the, we we led with volleyball. I just want to make a note on October 28th, 2020. We led with volleyball on the show. Um but we should have because it's a big game tonight out in Pima. We'll take a time out when we come back. We'll recap football scores from last week. We'll look at this week's scores as well. And look at the series between the teams that are playing this week coming up here on Overtime. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for joining us today on Overtime. As we mentioned at the top of the show, this show moves to 1.30 next Wednesday and for the rest of the season uh, because of time change on Sunday. Let's take a look at football scores from last Friday night. First, starting with a 3A Blue Ridge outlasted Arizona College Prep 42-37. Coolidge over Eastmark 33-7. Borgade Catholic beat Cortez 54-0. Valley Christian over Florence, 30-7. Payson beat Fountain Hills, 28-14. Gilbert Christian over ALA Ironwood, 63-20. River Valley over Kingman, 52-20. Phoenix Christian beat Paradise Honors, 42-6. Round Valley over Winslow, 47-6. Push Ridge beat up on Safford, 31-19. Snowflake over Sholo, 20-6. And ALA Gilbert North beat Thatcher, 28-14. That was our game of the week last week. Um, that was... That was an interesting game. It was 13 to 8 ALA Gilbert most of the game. Uh defense the two two people one on each team had great days. Uh Jack Reisdorf, the quarterback for ALA Gilbert North threw for 375 yards and two touchdowns against Thatcher, 28 to 37, I believe. And on the on Thatcher's side, so Mark Wren had been the starting quarterback all of last year and, and so far this year. Uh they had injuries in the running back position. They decided to move Wren to tailback. In his first carry as a running back, he went 79 yards for a touchdown. Uh, he went on to run for 117 yards and two touchdowns for Thatcher on Friday night. 
they just didn't they just couldn't get much going offensively thatcher so uh they uh they get beat 28 to 14 and those two passing touchdowns by Reisdorf for gilbert north were the difference in that one in the 2a last friday night Arete Prep beat Globe 34-26. Benson Blank Bisbee 42 to nothing. Chandler Prep over Heritage Academy Levine 49-18. Santan Charter beat Holbrook 42-15. Trivium Prep over Kingman Academy 27-16. Marinci beat up on Tombstone 58-7. Parker over Tonopah 50-6. Scottsdale Christian beat Camp Verde 37-6. Glendale Prep over St. John Paul II 49 to nothing. Veritas beat Sequoia Pathway 48-6. And Wilcox beat Pima 13-12 on a goal line stand as time expired. I heard that was an exciting ball game. So a big win for Eric Halmerson and Wilcox against Pima last Friday night down in Wilcox. Taking a look at the 1A scores from last week. In the uh, around the state, Fort Thomas beat Duncan forty-four to twenty-two. Saint David over Cicero Prep thirty-six to nothing. Salmonwell beat Valley Union twenty-eight to six. Anthem Prep over Mojave accelerated seventy to twenty-four. Baghdad beat Desert Heights Prep Academy forty-six to eight. El Capitan beat Joe City forty to sixteen. Salome over Lincoln Prep twenty to eight. Superior beat Tempe Prep fifty-four to seven. And the Mayor Williams game was canceled. So we mentioned last week that uh, there'll be new ways to qualify in football as well. So I printed out the standings right now to see where everybody was at. Uh, so the 1A standings in the 1A South, Sam Well is leading the 1A South at 3-0, and then St. David at 2-0. and Fort Thomas is 1-1 and and since third. Valley Union is 0-2 in the region, and Duncan is 0-3 in the region as well. So... Uh, both Fort Thomas and Duncan going to need some. Just they're going to have to get some wins. That was Fort Thomas's first win over the season of, over, when they beat Duncan last week. Duncan's still looking for their first win as well. On the two A side of things, the two A San Pedro Marinci leads that. They're four and zero overall, two and zero in the region. Uh, Wilcox sits right behind them at two and zero overall. And two and zero in the region. Benson is three and zero overall, but only one and zero in the league, so that moves them down to third. Pima is zero and two, and they are zero and one in the league. Bisbee zero and four, and Tombstone zero and four. So the the top three teams are undefeated, and the bottom three teams are winless in the two A San Pedro. And that's the only region that affects locally here on the two A side. In the three A. In the 3A South, Push Ridge leads the league at 3-1 and overall, 2-0 and in the region. Uh, Florence is yet to play a region game. That'll change this week when they play Thatcher. They're 1-3 overall, uh, so that puts them in second place due to the conference record. I'm not sure how that works uh, because Safford is 2-1 and in a conference record. I'm not real sure how this works. Sabino has not played a game yet. They did get approved to start playing games, but they are postseason ineligible. So is Sarita. They will not make the playoffs this year. So you can count those two out. Santan Foothills hasn't played a game in two weeks because of COVID. They're 0-2. Safford is 2-1, but they're 0-1 in the 3A South after their loss to Push Ridge. And Thatcher is 1-3. They're 0-1. So right now, the way it goes is Push Ridge, Florence, Santan, Safford, Thatcher. 
I'm not sure I agree with that just because Thatcher has a win or two or Safford has two wins in the conference. So um, that'll all shake and shake out because um, the top two teams in the region uh, make it automatically into the state playoffs. So right now that would be Push Ridge and Florence, but um, things will change. So this week is those teams play each other on um, all over the state this weekend. As a matter of fact, we'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll look at this week's schedule and see how that can affect some of the standings coming up after this. Welcome back to Overtime. Lee Patterson with you. Thanks for listening. Hope you stayed warm the last couple of days in our uh, two days of winter. We warming back up, according to the weather folks. Maybe in the mid-80s by next week again. Um, uh, last segment of the show, the 3A football schedule for this week. We'll go over that now. Eastmark is at ALA Ironwood. Sarita and Amphi has been canceled because uh, they're not ready to go yet. Uh, those teams will be playing soon. Uh, every, it looks like everybody in Tucson has got the okay to start playing football. They will play their own schedule this year and not be involved in the AIA playoffs. So their champion will be the Tucson champion this year, it sounds like. Valley Christian is at Arizona College Prep. Wickenburg at Borgade Catholic. Phoenix Christian at Chino Valley. Safford is at Coolidge, and that will be our game of the week here as well. 7 o'clock kickoff from Coolidge High School on Friday night. We'll be on the air around 645 I dug a little deeper into that matchup. They first started playing in 1982. They last played in 2010. Safford leads the all-time series 14-13. to So a pretty even matchup there between Safford and Coolidge. Payson is at Coronado. River Valley is not at Dysart. River Valley is now playing Paradise Honors because Kingman had to cancel, and so did Dysart. So River Valley will play Paradise Honors. Sholo was supposed to be at Fountain Hills, but we just heard actually on the state news before on the top of the hour here on KTO that Fountain Hills will close their school due to COVID. So they will not be playing Sholo this week. So Sholo now looking for a game. Uh, Sarita will be at Nogales, River Valley at Paradise Honors, as I mentioned. Snowflake at Round Valley, Pushridge at Santan Foothills. Florence is at Thatcher. And speaking of that game, uh, despite being in different um, regions for most of their existence uh, Thatcher and Florence have played each other, um, let's see, 10 times since 1954. Thatcher leads the series five wins, three losses, and two ties. The ties came back in 1954 and 1958. Won a 7-7 tie and won a 0-0 tie in that one. Um, Blue Ridge is at Winslow. Cortez is at Yuma Catholic. And Gilbert Christian will be at ALA Gilbert North. 2A football this week. Heritage Academy Levine is at Antelope. Wilcox is at Bisbee. A Arizona Lutheran and Chandler Prep has been canceled. St. John's at Globe. Holbrook will be at Miami. Benson at Marinci. That game could be the 2A San Pedro Championship um, in that one. Uh, Kingman Academy at Parker. Arete Prep is at Santan Charter. Camp Verde at Scottsdale Prep. Santa Cruz is at Sequoia Pathway. Pima at Tombstone. And in that series, Tombstone leads that series 9-7 since 1985. Benson leads the Marinci matchup 15 to 14 since 1984 as well. Uh, Glendale Prep at Tonopah Valley, St. John Paul II at Trivium Prep, Scottsdale Christian at Valley Lutheran, and North Point and Veritas has been canceled. In the 1A this week, Lincoln Prep is at Duncan, Valley Union at Fort Thomas, 
And since 1998, Valley Union leads that series 7-6. to six. I was playing in that series in 1998. Uh, St. David and San Manuel, Desert Heights Prep Academy at Superior, Salome will be at Anthem Prep, Mojave Accelerated at Baghdad, Fredonia at Joe City, El Capitan at Mayer, and Mugion will be at Williams for that one. That'll do it for the schedules as well for this week. And uh, don't forget Friday night, Coolidge High School. I don't think we've broadcast at Coolidge High School since about 2004, maybe 2005 as um, that's back when Coolidge was winning 3A state championships. Um, TJ White was their running back. Angel Felix was their quarterback. Uh, Those were some really good Coolidge teams back then. Uh, they are decent this year, though. I mean, they're, it's not going to be a pushover for for Safford. I mean, Safford's got some things to to work out after getting beat thirty-one to nineteen by Pushridge, but Pushridge uh, beat up on Thatcher the week before. So Coolidge is three and one. They are leading the three A Central right now. So uh, it would be a big win for Safford if they can get that win. Um, this this week will we'll be there 645 open loop energy pregame show kickoff scheduled for seven we'll have that for you here on KETO. you also can hear it on gila valley central.net also a couple more minutes before the end of the show um i guess we can end with uh, kind of a recap with the justin gaethje fight on saturday against khabib man khabib is good that's that is my overall response to that match uh, Khabib fought his fight. Uh, Justin told us Wednesday here on the show that he had to stay off the fence. Uh, he had to keep moving forward. He did neither of those things. Um, and, and Khabib got him to the ground and uh, eventually choked him out. So, um, but like Justin said in, in the post game that, or the post game, the post fight interview, one of them that I watched said that, Hey, when you get to put to sleep, you don't get hurt. So, uh, he said he's ready to fight in six to eight weeks again, which he could get. I don't know that he'll get the fight then, but as soon as as soon as soon uh, they announced Khabib as the winner, he did retire from fighting, uh, 29-0 record. And uh, UFC has now made him the best pound-for-pound fighter ever in the UFC. He's really good. Um, there was the, the rest of the lightweight division is so happy that Justin fought him because they didn't have to. And um, so... It, it it was not a it was it it was the first time since turning pro that it was not an exciting fight uh, with Justin Gaethje, uh, but I think Khabib does that. He forces you into his fight, gets you to the ground, and grapples you and and chokes you out. And that's exactly what he did to Justin on Saturday. But it was uh, it was good to see it was good to see him back in the ring. But uh, back to the drawing board now for whoever he gets next. Is it going to be Gaethje Poirier two? For the lightweight belt, is it? Are they going to do Ferguson? Is is Conor McGregor now that Khabib's not in the division anymore? Is Conor going to show back up and want to fight again? Uh, nobody really knows. So, but it, it's going to be between Poirier, Ferguson, Gaethje, and probably McGregor because we know how much Dana White really likes Conor McGregor. So, um, I think he's going to be around as well. So, those four are going to get a chance to fight for the vacated uh, lightweight title belt now in the UFC. So 
wasn't wasn't uh, it, 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 this was just me watching the fight as soon as he almost got armbarred at the end of the first round and then when Khabib was able to get him back on the ground like a minute and a half into the second round I didn't I, I just felt like that was going to be it and, it and it was so um but last time the last time Gaethje lost two in a row he went back to the drawing board and came back a better fighter so He's still the highlight, and he's still going to be at the top of the lightweight division in the UFC. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be in Coolidge on Friday night as the Bears and the Bulldogs lock up for the first time in 10 years here on KETO. Thanks for joining us today. If you're headed out to the Thatcher Pima Volleyball game, be safe tonight, and it should be a good one. Thanks for joining us today. Goodbye. 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 You'll excuse me. Goodbye. Good night. Signing off. Come to bed now. Okay.